Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Under the radar. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tiantian. The semiconductors have been the talk of the town for the past two years, but have you heard of a new type of chip called chiplet? Now think of it this way: according to IBM research, computer chips today. They're made using a technique called systems on the chip, or SOC, where multiple computer functions such as general processing and data storage are put into a single chip. Now, while this way of building semiconductor chips has worked well in the past, every chip comes with multiple functions, some of which the customer may or may not need. Now, this means that it is not efficient to use such chips for high-performance tasks such as AI computing or big data processing. So what the chiplet technology does is to break apart the system into its composite function parts. These individual parts are called chiplets. The chiplets could be mixed and matched on the module to then create chips with more efficient and specific functions, just like Lego blocks. And they're in fact increasingly adopted by big tech firms such as Apple and AMD. But why are we talking so much about chiplets today? Well, that's because our guest is startup venture Silicon Box, which focuses on the semiconductor design of chiplets. Now, started in 2021 by the founders of Nasdaq-listed chip maker Marvell, the firm raised 200 million US dollars in a Series B round this year. Now, it said its valuation surpassed the 1 billion US dollar mark, making it a unicorn less than three years after founding. But how does the firm access its valuation numbers, and what are the key drivers of growth in the chiplet space? Let's speak to Mike Han, head of business at Silicon Boxy, joins me on the line. And Mike, welcome. Thank you so much, Tian Tian. Great to have you on board. And Mike, we've briefly talked about Silicon Box as a startup that focuses on the semiconductor design of chiplets. Before we talk about Silicon Box, Mike, what exactly are chiplets? How does it work? What is the market gap we're looking to fill here? So, actually, Silicon Box is an advanced packaging of chiplets,、um, and yeah, it's actually exactly as you described. Chiplets described integrated circuits that have modular functionalities. They can be combined to form larger systems.、Uh, traditionally, these larger systems were built as monolithic chips or system-on-chips, just like you said. And the manufacturing initiative was in miniaturizing these systems by advancing process nodes at the foundry level.、Uh, the principle guiding this development is called Moore's law. Moore's law is the observation that the number of transistors in an integrated circuit doubles about every two years, and for a long time, cost would come down alongside the increase in transistors. So you are getting a comparative increase in performance and a decrease in costs. And I'm sure that this is something that consumers are used to.、Uh, but in the past five to ten years, Moore's law has begun to fail, causing a bottleneck in everything when it comes to advanced chip design manufacturing. Um, and chiplets is really an alternative to system-on-chip, and addresses this bottleneck, brings back sustainability and everything from cost to design flexibility as it relates to the semiconductor industry from design through to manufacturing. Hmm. And as you mentioned,、uh, this leads me to my second part of the question because you talked about、um, silicon box being involved in the packaging of chiplets. Right. So, what are the services provided by Silicon Box exactly? Then, how would you describe your value proposition and business model? 
so yeah, Silicon Box offers packaging solutions for both single and multi-chip or chiplets. Uh, we have a large factory capacity and manufacture on a larger format than what's traditionally seen across the industry. They focus more on the 300 millimeter wafer. So we offer capacity and capability in advanced packaging across many semiconductor applications and for a wide variety of customers. Most notably, we enable chiplets by offering high performance interconnection to deliver system and package as an alternative to the system on chip. So we really focus on this capability to design uh, chiplet based packages. Um, and what we're offering is capability and capacity uh, to enable chiplets through advanced packaging. Mm, you talked about packages for a wide variety of applications. Uh, Mike, are we talking about consumer electronics here? Or are we talking about higher functions like big data processing, data storage, AI processing? Both. So we offer solutions that go into consumer products. We also offer solutions for uh you know, high performance computing, generative AI. Um, what we really do is enable the most sophisticated chips in market today. Um, let's talk a little bit more about positioning, right? And Mike, I believe a quick search on the internet uh, surface companies like NVIDIA and Marvel, where your founders were previously from, as your competitors. Are you guys in competition? And if not, what is the relationship between uh, Silicon Box and these other players here? So these are actually not our competitors. They're, they are potential customers. Um, we can't actually mention our customers due to confidentiality, but, um, you know, uh, one of the co-founders of this company is actually Dr. BJ Han. He founded this company alongside Dr. Sehat Sutarja and Weili Dai, uh, the founders of Marvell, like you mentioned. He's actually coming from the more packaging side of this industry and is actually leading the execution of Silicon Box. So uh, the companies you mentioned are not our competitors. In fact, they are potential customers of Silicon Box. And appreciate if we could get this question sorted out early on in the conversation, Mike. I believe uh, Silicon Box launched this $2 billion US dollar facility in Singapore and has been doing mass production for customers since October. But on a global scale, right, how many geographical markets are you guys present in? Which is the most important market for you where the dollars and cents are concerned? Uh, most of our customers are based in the U.S., Europe, Korea, and Taiwan at this time. However, we are a global company with a manufacturing presence in Singapore, and we have plans for global expansion when it comes to our manufacturing as well. Um, you know, really the semiconductor industry knows no borders. Our manufacturing presence in Singapore doesn't really imply anything about our customer base. Um, and really when it comes to dollars and cents, uh, the U.S., is really leading the way when it comes to where the most mo most important customers sit and it is currently our most important market. And I do want to take a look at Singapore. Uh, Mike, what is then the role of Singapore in the bigger scheme of things, given the amount of investments you have put in into Singapore already? Do you see Singapore as a gateway to Asia? And why did you set up shop here as compared to where the major players are located, say Japan or Taiwan? Um, our founder and CEO, Dr. BJ Han, ran a semiconductor packaging company called Stats Chip Pack based in Singapore for over 20 years. Uh, we set up our factory and company here largely based on his experience with the country because he truly believes that Singapore is a place where 
the government is very efficient and also where talent, especially foreign talent, likes to reside. Um, our manufacturing base here, again, does not imply anything about our global scope. We consider Singapore a place where we can support all our existing and future customers around the world. Uh, the semiconductor industry, again, truly knows no borders. Um, and really, we already have a pretty prominent positioning within Asia. So what Singapore does is offer a neutral location where a lot of our talent likes to reside and a government that really helps to support our vision and, you know, shares a lot of our values. Mm. And if I may sidetrack a little bit, when we look at the Singapore market, what kind of chiplet interconnections do you guys produce here? Or is it a wide range, as you mentioned earlier, ranging all the way from AI, data storage to consumer wearables and EVs? Uh, yes, so we really designed the, we're already thinking about global expansion of our manufacturing. Um, and while I can't talk about it right now, those developments are pretty advanced. So it might not be long where Silicon Box is purely based in Singapore when it comes to our manufacturing. However, we built the Singapore manufacturing plant uh, to support the most sophisticated applications of our product. So uh, the most advanced chips are going to be produced here in Singapore, according to our plans. If you're just tuning in, we're now in conversation with Mike Han, Head of Business at Silicon Box. Let's take a look at the wider business environment. Mike, according to Markets and Markets, the global chiplet market was valued at 6.5 billion USD in 2023, estimated to reach uh, 148 billion USD by 2028. We're talking here about a staggering CAGR of 86.7% during the forecast period. How far do you agree with this, given the increased adoption of chiplets for computing power for generative AI and big data processing? So currently, there's a lot of variation in what is defined chiplet in the semiconductor industry. Uh, we truly believe that the growth and adoption will be there and is already exceeding expectations. I think the number that you mentioned is probably a more narrow definition of what chiplets are at this time. Um, Currently, we see chiplets as essential to the sustainable deployment of advanced technologies, including generative AI and big data processing. And I believe this is a perspective widely shared across the industry. So uh, it's upward and onwards when it comes to chiplets, in my opinion. And uh, we really built this company based on that premise. Now, that being said, currently in the consumer electronics space where the traditional chips are concerned, I believe last year we saw somewhat of a supply glut. What are the chances of us seeing a supply glut in the chiplet industry in the near term, though? So there's always cycles in this industry. And if, if anything, chiplets should mitigate this phenomenon in the future. Part of the reason why we see such dramatic cycles in the semiconductor industry is because of the long design cycles. Um, and you have to kind of correlate those design cycles to the commercial um, reality of the market at any given time. And that's very difficult. Uh, chiplets should actually help make sure that these cycles are a little bit more how do I say it? Like a little bit less dramatic in the future. Uh, and so far, the supply glut has not applied to the most advanced packaging solutions in the market. They're currently in a shortage. Um, and I think that shortage is supposed to continue for a little bit longer. 
Right. And I do want to begin to wrap up the conversation by talking about specifically Silicon Box and your valuation. Um, the firm said in January this year that it raised 200 million US dollars or around uh, 266 million Sing dollars in a Series B round. That took your valuation above the 1 billion USD mark and made you guys a unicorn within three years of founding. What were the key drivers of growth that allowed you to attain this status? How does valuation compare against uh, your earnings? So our valuation is driven by the promise of our business concept combined with the reputation of our founders. We have also demonstrated capability by building a state-of-the-art factory to support our business model in a very short time. So that's demonstrated and everyone has been visiting our factory. Um, While it's still early days from a business perspective, we're rapidly gaining commercial traction as well, especially when you consider the sales and qualification timelines for this business are typically for years. We expect to be cash flow positive in the next 12 to 18 months. Um, That's a pretty big thing considering that, you know, this is a massive factory. And like I, like you mentioned, there was significant investments into this factory. So, uh, yeah, commercial traction is running alongside uh, everything else. But currently our valuation is really driven by the fact that our founder reputation is impeccable and our business concept is something that's truly relevant to the wider industry. And Mike, um, let's talk about your investor base, right? Investors in the Series B round included your U.S. hedge fund Maverick Capital, growth investor BRV Capital, India's Tata Electronics, and the venture arms of Taiwanese semiconductor group UMC and Japanese electronics group TDK and U.S. semiconductor company Lam Research. Now, we are talking all about the big names here. What would you say is the strategic value brought about by these players? Any partnerships with players like Lum Research to propel the firm forward? So again, we can't really confirm our supply side partnerships similar to our customers. Um, Having said that, the semiconductor space is a tight knit, hyper competitive, but inevitably highly collaborative family. Uh, The strategic value of our partnerships is essential to our success we can't be successful without them. And really the fact that these companies have invested in a new company like us speaks to the fact that we're very promising. What we're doing is really relevant to all of the industry. And I think to these partners, I think that's why they, they would have invested. Um, yeah, that's really where we are. And a quick one before we let you go, Mike. Uh, what are some future plans for Silicon Box for the year 2024? What can we look forward to here in Singapore? So I already talked about our potential for global expansion, even when it comes to our manufacturing footprint. Um, and actually, that's being driven by government-level conversations. So what's what's exciting about chiplets and what we're doing is that um, there's potential for geopolitical aspect in the sense that because it's such a new and exciting space that it's enabling a lot of new technologies and a lot of industrial agenda at the government level. So we are thinking about expanding our global footprint, even when it comes to manufacturing. Um, More broadly, we will continue to drive innovation and excellent support of our customers. We've raised funding to expand our capacity and enhance our capabilities, which is something that we're doing endlessly here at Silicon Box. We cannot speak to our partnerships at this time as they're part of our competitive advantage, but we are basically working with everyone and we want to be a great partner to everyone in this space. 
So that's what we're investing in, and that's what we're trying to do in 2024. Right, and a very quick one here, since you've talked about global expansion a number of times, which is the number one market that you're looking to move into? If I may try my luck over here. Um. So <laughs> I can't confirm anything at this time, but there should be announcements very soon. All right. Certainly looking forward to that. Thanks a lot, Mike. That was Mike Han, head of business at Silicon Box. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.